Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, man. Buddy of mine, Steven, just texted the show. He liked that uh, Underwear Olympics reference. That's what we got, man. Indianapolis, Indiana, NFL Combine. You know, NFL Chuck, Chuck Mullins will watch like, I mean, this is how sad it is, his life. He'll watch like 15 hours of the Underwear Olympics. So shout out to NFL Chuck. And that would be uh, Chuck Mullins, attorney extraordinaire, also friend of the show. He's supposed to dive in the studio this week. We'll have to figure that out. Or next. Maybe we recap the combine? I don't know. I mean, I say recap the combine. Only like some kind of big story like Anthony Richardson throwing the ball or whatever. All right. Out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Brought to you by Bacon, Long Branch Bourbon. And let's go with the bone-in filet. And a side of jumbo fried shrimp at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Y'all know that Mississippi State beat Southern Miss in baseball last night. Come back, win. Nine to six. To say that Chris Lamonis needed that win, and I know that sounds crazy only a couple weeks into the season, but it's because you're crazy. 
uh, you as Mississippi State baseball, Ole Miss, and even Southern Miss baseball fans are wacko. And Lamonis needed a big win in front of a crowd. I was actually surprised. It was a good crowd. Surprised it wasn't a... There were a lot of empty chairbacks, but still a good crowd. Uh, but big win for Lamonis and his team. You could go up and down uh, who did what, whether it's Ledbetter, um, whether it's Harden, uh, Dome, uh, and then you had several others, you know, make plays, uh, Lane, especially, yeah, Forsythe. Lane Forsythe had two hits and the double that sparked the eight-inning yeah. rally. So, yeah. uh, I mean, But to be down 9-6, to yeah. six, late in the game, yeah. it, you could tell it got intense. Lamonis is almost getting thrown out of the game. That goes to show you how much he wanted it. Yep. Um, watching Ostrander, the pitching coach for Southern Miss, to say that they wanted it is, an, uh, is again, an understatement. I mean, this was a compet. You know what it felt like? It felt like a regional game. Yeah. And I know that sounds crazy. It really did. Because Mississippi State and Ole Miss play all the 30 SEC games. And that, that one, that's hard, too. That's incredible that they play that many. And they're all big. Last night felt like a regional game. Ostrander and Barry are on the edge of their seat. Lamonis, Gotro, Foxhall. It was, uh, you don't usually get that. The Farm Bureau Insurance, uh, well, our guests will join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Uh, bundle your car at home and save. Uh, with your Farm Bureau Insurance agent, Tom Luganbill will stop by at 8.30 on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Twitter handle at Bowbounds. Twitter, Twitter at Bowbounds. And your agup.com text line, 601-885-3776. Blake asked the question, was that the first cardiac dogs moment in two years? It certainly feels like it, doesn't it? Certainly felt like it actually coming down from, and when you had an opportunity to maybe stretch it, you, you're up five to two, felt like the bats were hitting a little bit. You thought maybe, hey, we're going to get some more runs and you could not, you never coast in these things, but have a better lead, right? And then Southern Miss comes storming back. Uh, you're down, you're up five, two, and they go on a seven, one run. And, and it's nine to six, like you said, and the outs keep dwindling away. And to yeah, come back at, at nine to six, I, I don't think they, it, I, I didn't think they were winning. Well, they haven't since 2021. That's okay. kind of the point. Okay. They hadn't won those games yeah. since 2021 and they were able to get it done. And like you said, I thought the intensity for February 28th game. And that's where just, we are now in this state Yeah, with the three teams. Yeah. There's no doubt. Old Miss and Southern Miss played next Tuesday. Yeah. Southern, I mean, Southern's got a busy Busy couple midweeks playing State and Ole Miss back-to-back. They said the attendance was 6,500 last night at Mississippi Braves ballpark. It's a beautiful ballpark. We're really, really fortunate to have it. And um, I talked about it earlier. I got out there at 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon, and, you know, it was really, really warm. Um, and But that's the first time I've been out on a baseball field since last year. So you kind of got into the whole deal you got to get into it yeah pad levels got to be low and southern miss was oh yeah i mean i was ready and um southern miss was taking bp so i stopped by to say hey to lamonis and gotro 
and then they flip field. I, you could feel the friction on flipping the field for BP. Yeah. That, that's where we are now. Well, it, Ole Miss will be, I promise you, they'll be tuned up in Oxford. I know that's a 3 o'clock, I think, first pitch today. They moved up with weather and stuff like that. But that is a, it, the tensions will be high in Oxford, not because there's a rivalry with La Tech, but because now you've lost a midweek game and it's all of a sudden real and every win matters. Lane's got a, a good program at La Tech. Yeah. And he was under uh, John Cohen. We all know that. It, well, I don't at Mississippi State. So, um, and how do you lose? And he's got a bunch of Mississippi kids that can ball. It's a lot like Southern Miss. They'll beat your, they'll, yeah. they'll wear you out. They'll grind it out. And that's what's crazy is Ole, Ole Miss had 13 hit hits. And so many of these guys were a whisker away from an Ole Miss Mississippi State scholarship. Yeah, absolutely. And many a time, I mean, Bianco and Lamonis can't take everybody. No. Neither can Butch Thompson. A lot of these guys, either maybe not then, but two years in, can play without a doubt. Absolutely. At Ole Miss or and Mississippi State. You'll see more of them end up at Ole Miss and Mississippi State in baseball, like other teams and other players end up at Alabama, Ohio State, whatever in football, right? You're going to see transfers like that move up. How, how, if you're Ole Miss and Jacob Gonzalez goes four for four, and he also got on base with a walk, so he's on base five out of five at bats, you have 13 hits, but you leave 13 runners on. This Ole Miss, well, you just nailed it. It's thirteen runners yeah, on. This Ole Miss offense has has every ability to score absolutely as many runs as they want a game. It feels like right now, but boy, to leave thirteen guys on base and for your leadoff guy Jacob Gonzalez to hit to be on base five times and not win, I, I think Ole Miss rolls tonight. I think they turn it around and just like State did to ULM last week. Oh. I don't, La Tech's a better pro. Oh, they're definitely better program Let's, than ULM. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, can Ole Miss win big? Yeah, but I, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Want to say good morning. Welcome in. We'll have Tom Luganbill at 830. Uh, Blake and I are hitting on a uh, variety of topics this morning. Um, do you want to go? Do you want to get into National Pig Day? Oh, Suey. Not just Arkansas Razorbacks. I mean... Bacon. Go Hawks. Yes, sir. I think national- Is there a better garnish in a Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary? Well, see, here's the problem. You've now corrupted. National Pig Day is about celebrating the lives of pigs, and now you're talking about slaughtering them for bacon. I'm talking about pulled pork tacos I and know. two brothers. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We're supposed to celebrate the cute I'm little I'm talking pig. about ba- bacon oh. from Boar's Head. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I can go on and on. I'm talking about garnish. Mm. Garnishes. How are you going to garnish your whatever? I mean, there's no better food in the world probably than bacon. bacon. Probably. It's yeah. up there. It's up there because you can put it on anything or eat it with anything. So That's it's true. it's pretty. Right. By itself, it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Then, of course, in a Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary, it's amazing. I mean, pretty much any dish, if you add bacon to it, 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 it becomes better. Crumble it up on any number of yeah. things, right? On yeah. a sandwich, on a burger. Absolutely. In t- Tacos. Yeah. On dips, on salads. Dips. I mean, it even makes vegetables better. It even makes that. There you go. It even makes vegetables uh, yeah. better. National Pig Day. I think you you went against PETA on that one, but we I'm not get, mad at you. We should get John Daly on the show. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're brought to you by Dr. Kirk Jeffries. Eye care professionals. If you need cataract surgery, you want to go to eye care professionals. And Dr. Kirk Jeffries, two locations, Jackson, Lowood, Bellmead, Tom Luganville at 830.
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Whoa. Hey, Blake, I, I found something out yesterday that I think huh? you'll think is cool. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so I went to Sal and Mookie's oh, in Madison. Love Sal and Mookie's. Um, and I got to go order yesterday because I was in a real hurry. Trying to get some things done before the, the game. What'd you get? I got a Yaldorf salad with grilled chicken. It's and very bougie of you, but I like it. It's fabulous. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you know what? I, I, I run into a friend of mine. And he goes, did, did, did you know that, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's Ostrander or Ostrander, it, yeah. but anyway, I'm going to say it's, which one do you think I it think is? I think it's Ostrander, okay. but I could I, be wrong. Coach Ostrander, pitching coach at Southern Miss, who's an excellent coach. Did you know that my daughter and his daughter pledged together in August at Mississippi State? I had no idea. I didn't either until yesterday. So then I text my daughter. I'm like, hey, do you know? This person. Yes. She goes, yeah, she's one of my best friends. Oh. She, she said, Dad, when I went down to Hattiesburg over Christmas holidays, I went to their house. He's really nice. I mm-hmm. went, yeah, that's because you're not one of his pitchers. You should have. I mean, I mean, not that he's not nice, but you know, he's intense. So are he's you saying. From that Kennison you, Delta State thing. Yeah, are you saying that you learned this before the game and you fed Lamonis and company inside yeah. information? So so yeah. when, I, when I went down on the field before the game yesterday afternoon at like 4.30 and talked to Lamonis and Gotro. I had some intel. Yeah, you were like, on, hey, my daughter says they have these color towels in their guest bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's smart. Yeah, it's I had no I just think that's so cool. It is a small world, right? That they're they hit it off and they're really tight. They're in the same class. Yeah. But they're both freshmen. And and she was like, Dad, she's awesome. She's got this little group of Hattiesburg buddies. Yeah. And uh and she went down there and they've come up to our house and uh I just didn't put it together. Until I ran in the stand at Sal and Mookie's, and he goes, dude, I heard you talking about Ostrander with Casey Myrick, who played at Delta State in the mid-'90s when they went 53-8. and Da-da-da-da-da. You see where I'm going there? It's a small world. It really is. Yeah, especially in Mississippi. And Ostrander could be the head coach at any number of places in the next, you know, six to seven years. He could Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Bama, Auburn. He's been at Southern for six years now. Only in baseball, you and I've talked about this, Blake. Only in baseball can you be that good, but stay in the. You know, S- Southern's got a 
wonderful program, but Correct. like not be at Clemson yet. Yeah. It, you look ba- at you look at the baseball Wikipedia top twenty coaches all time wins currently. Okay, yeah, not all time. They've all been there. Currently, forever. there are guys that have been at Elon and all these places forever. For seventeen, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's not near as much mobility, and I also think in baseball you're so unlike in football you are so specific in what you manage and coach and do that it it does feel like pitching coaches and hitting coaches don't like make those jumps to head coach near like you do OCDC in college football. That's right. And and Bianco and Schlossnagel, I know he eventually moved, but these guys stay somewhere forever. Ever. Like Leggett at Clemson. Pulmonary. Polk at Mississippi State. Right. And so when you see that, I mean, I don't think O'Sully Sullivan's going anywhere. Where would you go? Okay. Well, that's true. <laughs> Florida. I, yeah, that wasn't a good example. Go? Never. Hold up. But, but I know what you mean. Even the Georgia Tech coach who has yeah. been winning there for a hundred years. Yeah. It's something weird. It's very rare you see a John Cohen bounce. Now he went back to his alma mater. Okay. Correct. And, you know, uh that's just a different like Chris Lamonis is not he loves that place, but he's not trying to get back to the Citadel. Correct. He's gonna stay at Mississippi State if yeah. he can, you know, make one point five million a year and try to win a bunch of baseball games. Yeah. Mike Bianco only after 20 years really, really flirted with LSU. So it's such a different dynamic and yep. animal. like Dave Van Horn. He's been at Arkansas forever. And Blake, I wouldn't be surprised if seven seasons from now, he's still at Arkansas. Yeah, I, you're a hundred percent right. Because unlike football, the other thing that I've noticed about college baseball is you don't see coaches move even assistant coaches make the moves like pro to college to pro and pro to college near as much as we've seen in recent years football assistants right and even some football head coaches make those moves i think baseball is a different sport too it just like on the field it's a slower moving game at times i think the coach everything mimics it that right the coaching I think you're right the player movement even just now getting started like everything has just been it's a little bit more methodical in baseball. It is. A little bit different approach to the way that everything. And I think you can win at so many more places that the grind to get to the top 15 real estate spots in football, that doesn't exist in baseball because we've proven that Team 50 can win the World Series. That's true. Fresno State and Coast, Cal not, State Fullerton. Coastal, Car- not Coastal, Coastal Carolina. Carolina. Did well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So different teams like that can either make it or make the CWS. Absolutely. Um, it's just a different sport. And so it... it behaves differently even in the coaching circles yeah all right so i wanted to share that with you you have another t- um real quick chris on the agup.com text line um for national pig day he says uh get a whistle pig rye old-fashioned with maple syrup at restaurant tyler with the candied bacon yeah look uh two brothers last week rolled out some some bacon that i took a picture of and i put it on whiskey61.com um you c- it, it's like a Baconed Bloody Mary, and it, holy smokes, it was amazing. I've never candied bacon, but I want to try. I should do that. You should do that and bring it up to the studio. I, it can't be that And hard. let's do a, a Tito's Vodka Day and like. I'll try not to eat it all before I I don't know, here. have a bunch of boar's head game day sliders. Yeah, I'll have to look into that, what it takes to candy bacon. All right, talk, Tom Lugan, Bill, next. Tell me about this uh this topic you want to dive into? Oh, no, I, we were uh, we were looking at different things, and I saw a list in one of our prep 
pages that says uh, it's a list of little things that make people irrationally angry. Okay, and I wanted to get little things. I wanted to get your take because you're you and I are both somewhat somewhere in that like we're sticklers for some things and not for others, right? We let a lot of things slide in some ways, but then there's sure. other things that have to be the way we want them. So I had I had to. These are very interesting. As I went through this list, there are. 15 of them. I'm going to hit you with a few of the, the ones that I think are the funniest. Or, or I Oh, yeah. See, no, that's that's even better. I want to see what you... Or give me your top five. Yeah, what you think. What Like, if you react this way, okay? Pet peeves. So, does this make you irrationally angry? Like, do you get upset when these things happen? Okay. okay. Here's one. This is number one. When the motion sensor on a paper towel dispenser in a ba- in a public bathroom doesn't work. Uh, so, then you can't dry your hands at the public bathroom. No. That doesn't bother you. No. That doesn't make you angry. No. Okay. When people speed up when you're trying to signal a lane change on the interstate. So you're in the lane, you want to get over, and the person that's kind of behind you just a little bit then speeds up and doesn't let you over. Does that make you angry? Not angry, but it, but that, that bothers me. Yeah, it's pretty annoying, right? Yeah. Like it's a that's very, annoying. That's a good yeah, word. Yeah, it's borderline. Ira- like if I had road rage already, then I would get irrationally <laughs> angry, right? For sure. Okay. Um, here's one that's interesting because I 100% don't do this. People who don't pick up after their dogs when they walk them. Oh, I bet that would. I yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't have that, but I couldn't tell you the last time I picked up my dog's feces. Okay. I don't do that when but, I go on a walk. I just let it happen. Oh, really? It's nature, baby. Man, that's not that's not cool. That's all right. Welcome to the world. Wow, things happen. And your generation believes they have to have a big dog, um, which is also weird. But yeah, I don't uh, know about that. Okay. All right. Uh, people cutting in line or letting several of their friends cut in line. For like it, like you're waiting to get into to the stadium, maybe or concerts. That doesn't bother me. Something like that. That doesn't bother me. Um, People who don't return their shopping carts at the grocery store. That bothers me, especially if you leave it out where. Because I am a stickler for that. Because I think those people that work at at grocery stores are working their tails off. And when you leave it in a spot where it could hurt somebody's my god, I mean it's it's. Max, 100 feet from you? They say that's the number one judge of whether someone has character or not is will they return their shopping cart. Wow. That's a true story. Wow. Yeah. Um, As bad a person as I think I am, I may be decent. Here's one that I think is really funny because it's if all of us who have bosses know this one. When someone tells you to do something while you're already doing that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. No doubt. All right, cool. Um, We may do more of that. At some point. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Good morning. Welcome in. Tom Luganville on quarterbacks. QB1, baby. Lugs next. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Listen up. This is the SEC Insider Hit, powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Raggio Mercantile Shop in Raymond, Mississippi. Super, super cool spot. Check it out. Uh, Raggio is a custom duck call maker. He's done it all over the country, Uh, whether it's Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys, Major League Baseball players, NFL players. He got into that world and then decided to open up a shop and drop his duck call shop in the back. But it is uh, really, really fine. Really, really good. I mean, he's got barware. He's got all kinds of cool-looking luggage. You name it, he's got it. It is high-end and quality. Raggio Mercantile Shop on the Square in Raymond. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We want to welcome in our friend Tom Luganville. Lugs joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Of course, he is ESPN College football uh tom lugan bill it's national pig day so i thought i'd ask you about sam Pittman. and all right have you uh have you been able to sit down with him or or be around sam Pittman at all in the last couple years since he took the head coaching job yeah i've had two of his games and um i'll always say this i truly respect a man that says the term cold beer in one word (laughs) it's a cold beer that's right Cold beer. Sit down and have me a yeah. Sit down and have me a cold beer. Uh, so that's all I needed to know. I didn't need any other information. I'm in. I'm all. I'm all in now. From a winning and losing perspective, he's going to have to have a big year this fall. I think. I think he's going to really have to 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 show some market improvement and and uh, and and again too. I'll say this: got to avoid the injury bug. We had them this last year. And we weren't even five weeks into the season, five, six weeks into the season, we had them at BYU. And they could barely function on defense. They didn't have a full secondary to practice with. They played with two true freshmen in the back end. They had no depth. They had a walk-ons as their number twos. Um, They were dealing with some injuries on offense as well. The quarterback position was banged up. And then they got to the bye week and started to recover a little bit but it certainly wasn't the year that I think that they expected to have. Mm. And he loses two A to A plus coordinators off yeah. the staff. E- yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a remarkable story. You know, this from, from being a coach's son, you played yep. power five quarterback. Then you went on to coach before going to ESPN. Um, I mean, Luke's to coach for 30 years, or actually longer than that, 35 years, and never be a head coach, and then some things happen and get that job. I mean, it's a Cinderella story, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. To essentially be a lifelong offensive line coach and and really not have any other experience from a leadership 
standpoint as it relates to being a coordinator on either side of the ball. Um, you know, he did start off coaching junior college football, so he's he's kind of one of those old souls that figures if, you know, if I can go out and coach football with zero resources, I can probably go out and coach football pretty well with quite a bit of resources. And then he just happened to latch on with the with, with the one program that I think he identifies most with and they identify most, and the timing was perfect. Like, let's just say, what, what if he's not the offensive line coach in Georgia and what that stature brings? And he would have been the offensive line coach at, I don't know, um, NC State. Does he get the Arkansas job? I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I think so much of that is, you know, timing and being in the right place at the right time. Sure. Um, is he is he one of the more open, easy to have a conversation coaches on those Fridays when y'all go in? Or is Big it Big time? Okay. Big time. He is is affable and likable and enjoyable to be around in a production meeting setting. And sometimes those meetings aren't overly enjoyable depending <laughs> on who's in them. Because we know, you know, we know how coaches are, and the closer you get to game day, uh, they should be becoming less paranoid, but they become more paranoid. <laughs> they don't want to tell you anything, and then, you know, they, they think we're going to run off and tell everybody everything that they're going to tell us, which is the last thing that we're going to do. Right. And if we do that, then they're never going to trust us ever again. So that makes no sense. He's one of those guys that's an open book. He doesn't care. I don't know if he'd care if we went and told the other team something that he told us. <laughs> I, I really don't. I mean, I just. He's a, he's a good old country boy that loves the sport of football. He's a true offensive lineman at heart. And I know there's a lot of definitions for a player's coach, mm-hmm. right? And we can term that in many different ways. But I think he's one of those guys that, that players really like to play for, for one reason and one reason only. He's authentic. Mm-hmm. What you see on the sideline, what you see in an interview, what you see in a production meeting, is the same across the board. That's cool. Tom Luganville, ESPN College Football. How many years have you been with ESPN, Lukes? Uh, this coming fall, I'll be embarking on my 19th season. I cannot believe I'm saying that. Okay. 19th season. Wow. Um, who was more of an open book back in uh, 12, 13, 14, 15? when they were in this state, Hugh Freeze or Dan Mullen on Friday? Uh, actually, probably fairly equal. I would say that um, Hugh Freeze is a little more um, kind of outgoing. Like, he'd come out to practice. He'd come over and chat with me and hang out a little bit. Um, but I would say in meetings, they were they were very very similar. I always joke with Dan Mullen now that he works here. Like Dan Mullen had this routine he used to drive us nuts. So we go in and, and we'd have our our, our production uh, meeting all set up. And Bill Martin at the time was there. I think the last good guy by the him, way. Great guy, great guy. The Tennessee now. Yeah. Um, and you know he would have a, a lunch up for lunch because we'd have you know the two coordinators, which really John Hefsky was the coordinator. He just wasn't. Named. And then, uh, and uh, then we have you know a couple of players, but Dan would always come in last, and he would come in soaking wet after having worked out. 
didn't go take a shower, didn't do nothing, go right over to the food table and start grabbing some food and just start chowing down while he's talking to us. <laughs> and it's like, come on, coach, what are we doing, dude? And uh, and I, I always bust his shots about it to, to this day. But um, he's a, I would say, to answer your question, he's a little more guarded and not paranoid, but maybe a little bit more guarded than, than Hugh Freeze was. Okay. What is Kirby Smart like? Um, a more personable, uh, you know what he's like? He's kind of like a blend of Sam Pittman and Nick Saban. Wow. He's, he's gonna, he's gonna be very guarded. He's not gonna reveal an awful lot. He's gonna keep things close to the vest, but he's gonna do it in a very friendly country folk type manner, if that makes sense. So you still kind of have a lot of that, you know, we don't reveal much here and, and, you know, we'll, we'll answer questions to a certain point, but extremely easy to get along with, extremely uh, welcoming. I think here, here's what I have found over the last 18 years is that you can go into a lot of places. Let's just say our game's on Saturday afternoon. We go in on Thursday. We're going to stop by practice. On a Friday, we will get together with the coaching staffs in person on site, and then we'll have our production meeting after that, as a, as a television crew, and then Saturdays we go into the game. But what I have found is there are coaches that, um, when you come to practice, are awesome. They'll let you go anywhere, stand anywhere, watch any drill. They'll come spend time with you, hang out, probably more willing to talk to you about stuff in that setting than they are the next day in the production meeting, right? So you have that guy. Then Friday comes around. And sometimes I have found that that guy on Thursday is a completely different guy in the production meeting. Wow. And sometimes that guy's the same guy in the production meeting. Then I've also found that the guy that's the same guy on a Thursday or a Friday is a completely different guy on a Saturday. Um, and it's just interesting to see the shifting of emotions and how tightly wound these guys are and how much pressure is on them to perform and to win. And, you know, just when you think that the hay's in the barn, it's the end of the week, you've got the game plan down, you've got your kids prepared, you're still sick to death. You're still worried to death. You haven't covered <laughs> something, you know, you're wrong about something. And so that real nice, affable guy on a Thursday can oftentimes um, be a completely different personality on Saturday. Whereas a guy like Mark D'Antonio is the exact same guy Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Huh. He was a hell of a coach. Uh, Damn good coach. All right, so Tom Luganville, ESPN College Football on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Is is Dabo Swinney the same guy, or what is he like on Friday afternoon before a game? Dabo Swinney is the exact same guy on a call, in an in-person meeting, at practice, in pregame warm-up, at halftime and postgame. There is zero difference in his personality, his uh, demeanor. It's always upbeat. It's always positive. It's always the same. That's just kind of how he's made. Um, the thing with Dabo, you got to be careful because he's, he's, he'll give you anything you want. You ask a question most coaches don't want to answer, he'll probably answer it. But when you, we always joke at the production crew, all right, now we've got a Zoom call with Dabo today. No more than two questions. Because those two questions might go thirty-five minutes. <laughs> so he's one. Yeah, he's one. He's he's one of them dudes. So 
Dabo is the same but opposite answer than Mike Leach. Y'all ask him one or two questions. He's not going to talk any football, but it still may be 45 minutes on a Friday. Yeah, yeah, very, very similar. And, like, um, you know, Mike Leach was – was he'll answer anything you want to talk about football-wise. Um, and then, you know, where, where I found that I was able to kind of break the ice with him is, is not necessarily talking about his team or his players, but getting into the theory of the game with him. Like, you know, uh, for example, I could say, hey, coach, after all of these years, after all of these years, how is it that nobody has come up with an effective way to shut down the, the, the air raid mesh, which is kind of the staple of the, of the offense, right? So then you start getting him into that stuff. Well, then he'll start going down a whole other path, right, <laughs> And uh, which is a lot of fun. And then, you know, like I told you, we, we would talk beer. Um, he would always check my, my belt buckle to see what belt buckle I was wearing when we had one of their games. Hold on, for our I, listeners, we did this with yeah. Lugs for a couple of years. He's got a bunch of them, but one of them is a Coors Banquet Beer belt buckle, which is incredible. And two, Coors has now launched a new marketing campaign around the Coors Banquet Beer, and Lugs and I both agree that it is excellent beer. Sorry, Tom, go ahead. Of course, the original bank with the yellow can, absolutely. Um, but he would he would always ask about that, and I still to this day, and I've always wondered, I've never asked, but every time I was in pregame warm-up with Mike Leach, he had a white styrofoam cup, and I always wanted to know what was in that. Like, it, it, sometimes it was coffee, but was it just coffee? Sometimes it was a clear liquid, but, but was it just a clear liquid? I could never know. It was always a mystery. And a spit cup at times, too. Yeah. 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 Okay. So have you, uh, Tom Lugan, Bill, sharing some stories here with us on the Out of Bounds show? Uh, this guy seems to be off the charts quirky. Have you done a Friday or, or a couple of Fridays with Jim Harbaugh? <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, I've got some. Here's the interesting thing about him. He actually has a field analyst makes my job a little easier because he doesn't do halftime or post-game interviews. He won't do them. So I don't have to deal with him in-game at all, which is actually kind of nice. Sure. Um, now, I'll go up and pre-visit with him and chat with him and things of that nature. And um, and he's actually very easy to deal with and get along with. He is just – you think Mike Leach was quirky. Um like this, this dude is at an entirely different cat. Um, and you know how I've shared with you with Mike Leach, where there were sometimes you'd be having a conversation with him, and Mike Leach looked at you, and he looks like he's looking right through your eyes at the back of your head. Yes, but it wasn't. It wasn't in a manner that was disrespectful or that he wasn't paying attention. It was in a way that he was five to six steps ahead already. He was, he was hearing every word you're saying, all right, where am I going to go next? Where are we going to go next? Where are we going to go next? He was already calculating it. Jim Harbaugh has a lot of the same quirks, only when he's doing it, he's checked out, man. He don't want to be there. He doesn't want to be answering questions. He's got no time for it. And that's, that's, just, that's just his way. He is all football all the time. Wow. And don't, don't want to do anything else in any way shape or form at all and so um 
But when you deal with him, I mean, he's he's he's, he's certainly a, a a nice guy, and um, but like he'll 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 play the the paranoia games too. I had him. Um, they had a quarterback issue, and it, it was fairly evident that the guy wasn't going to play. And so what does he do? He rolls the guy out there in pregame warm-up. Full pad goes through the entire warm-up, but the guy doesn't throw a single pass, right? And it's like, all right, what do we do? You just ask this guy to get dressed out and walk around in full pads in pregame warm-up, knowing full well he can't throw and he's not going to play. Like, what's the end game here, Jim? That's that's fantastic. All right, what about when you're Urban Meyer? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this guy is a freak. Um, all of his winning percentages: Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, Ohio mm-hmm. State. Uh, could you get anything out of him on a Friday before a game? So I was very fortunate to have history with him. So I don't. I think I've shared this with you before. Back in 1991 or two, my dad was at San Diego State, needed to hire a running backs coach, and um, the two guys he interviewed for the job were Urban Meyer, who was at Colorado State at the time, and Sean Payton. And Sean had been a GA for my dad, and <clears throat> so he ends up hiring Sean. But I've no, just growing up a coach's kid and in an era where, you know, my dad coached against Earl Bruce. Um, my dad coached under Frank Cush, and Frank Cush and Woody Hayes were very, very similar people. And Urban was coming up as a young coach. So when I first started to get to know Urban in 2006, 2007, as a working professional, not a coach's kid, um, like my name was familiar to him. He knew my background. He knew where I had come from. So he was much more at ease with me. Um, now, that didn't make it easy. Like, he's, he's the most paranoid college coach I've been around in the last 18, 19 years. Wow. In fact, it might not even be close. Now, Gus Malzahn's a close second. I could see but that. Gus Malzahn, from a personality standpoint, is, is a much better people person than Urban is. Urban, I've always said this. There are people that have vices in life. There are people that are addicted to gambling, substances, alcohol, women, what have you. Urban Meyer is 110% addicted to the sport of football. Addicted, without question. Um, and, and I've always enjoyed him because you always know where he stands. There is no gray area with him. Um, now, you may not always like it, and it may not always be enjoyable, but you always knew where you stood with him. And the guy won. He won a lot of football games. So there's a lot of people, including yourself, and I think I'm leaning this way too, that, that Dan Mullen may not coach again. But let's go with Urban. He's so much better on TV than I thought he would be. Um, well, you, by the way, by the way, you say that. When he first came to work for us, uh-huh. he was downright dreadful. Yes. Dreadful. Something but, clicked. Again, that doesn't matter. It's who you are. Um, that gets people to tune in, by and large, for the most part. That's what television's turned into. But you are correct. He has become very good on TV. He is. I didn't think he would be that good uh, with Fox. So my question to you, Tom Luganville, do you think he coaches again? I want to say no. Um, And the only reason why I say that is 
his age and the, the, the circumstance, the, the, the job would have to be so perfect and so ready-made to win a national championship within a, a, a two to four or three to five year period that I just don't know if the timing of that would work out for him. Okay. All right. Uh, I want to go with one more before we let you go. Um, Tom Luganville, ESPN college football on the farm bureau insurance guest line. A guy that I I'm pretty fascinated with. Looks like he may have also turned the corner in LA. Um, Chip Kelly. What's Mm -hmm. how, how is it being around him? Uh, the week uh, on a Thursday or Friday going into a game that he's coaching. What's it like? Absolutely. Absolutely awesome. And I, you know, I've known him. I got to know him. I was very fortunate. I got to know him through Mike Bellotti who hired him at Oregon. And I'd known Mike Bellotti for years. Then it turns out, you know, he takes over for Mike. Mike comes to work at ESPN. And now Mike and I are doing television three days a week for almost seven years. And so I really then got to get to know Chip even better in that regard. Um, the thing that's funny with Chip is he is a Northeasterner to his heart. He is a no-nonsense, doesn't care what anybody thinks of him, uh, has very little patience for, for shenanigans. But um, he's kind of like when you talk to him, it's like you're talking to a, uh, a guy from Charlestown, Mass, who's, who's just going to tell you what he thinks right off the top of his head. And if you don't like it, you don't like it, you know, uh, uh, you know, GFO, right? Right. Um, GFOH. And he just, just don't care. And, but I'll tell you what, he has done a really good job at a place that that place is not as easy or as good a job as people think it is. Right. They have very stringent academic requirements. They have issues in the transfer portal with who they'll let in. They have issues at the junior college level in terms of whether they let anybody in. And you could make an argument that he's as good of an evaluator of personnel um, and developer as anybody in college football right now because he's done it for the last five years at UCLA. Okay. We'll leave it there. Uh, will, will Urban Meyer coach again? Yeah, and the only ready-made, you know, it would have been like Southern Cal, but they went with Lincoln Riley, and if, if Sark doesn't work at Texas – but entering into the SEC, I mean, to, I think Texas is going to average another game and a half, maybe plus loss a year. So how does that look once you, once yeah. that all gets settled? So and and you know this. And by the way, before that, before that, that job might not be the one coming open. The other one in the state might be. That's a great point, Luke's. Yeah, because I, I figure by week four or five, Petrino and Jimbo throw down. And that thing becomes a, a big brouhaha in, in College Station. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. Where are you headed XFL this week? Oh, man, I got the best game of the weekend. I've got 2-0 St. Louis coming to 2-0 D.C. In, in D.C. at the best venue in the league, the Audi Field, the MLS Soccer Stadium. Place will be rocking. That's going to be awesome. A.J. McCarron. Um, yeah, playing good. His emotional post game's pretty cool, man. Guys want to play and compete, and I thought that was pretty cool. That was a lot of fun. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Tom Luganbill, ESPN College Football. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, and yet one of our listeners texted in. I'm not kidding. He has a Coors Banquet Beer uh, belt buckle, and I think that's pretty awesome. He also has a PBR one. 
We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Show is driven by your next John Deere tractor at any of the Ag Up Equipment dealerships in Mississippi. You know what to do with your land. AgUp.com, baby. Ag Up Equipment. And the text line is 601 885 3776. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, We're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.